Well, we're all here in the room again doing another episode of True Crime on Easy Street. I have been up since 4 o'clock this morning because I couldn't sleep last night. My name is Scott Wright. I am a mediocre journalist. I'm Kelly Turner. I'm not a doctor. Let's see. I've been up since 6. No, 5. 5. Yeah, five. 5. Yeah. And I'm Katie Givens. I'm not a lawyer. And I slept a lot longer than both of you this morning. <laughs> I was going to send that text at 4 a.m. And I sat on it for two hours. God, I don't know. Scott sends us a text. Early this morning that says something about I can't sleep. I can't sleep or, and I'm dragging you down with me. Yeah, but you sent it at like 6 a.m., yeah, right? Yeah, but I wrote it at 4, and I just I sat there and stared at it for two hours just to wait until at least there was daylight in the sky before I sent it. Well, I saw where you had texted this morning, two texts. Yeah. And I thought to myself, because I hadn't read them yet, and mm-hmm. I said, oh, he's sick. Oh, okay. We're not going to be able to record today. That's the first thing that I thought. Oh. Aw. Wow. I did. You gave up on me and you didn't even read the damn thing yet. That's right. And I was like, how dare he <laughs> say he can't record because he's sick. Never. He's not sick. I will give you guys whatever virus I have. I will show up on Sunday <laughs> at noon regardless. That's great. Doesn't f- bother me at all. My phone's never going to wake me up, so you can send the text. All right. Good deal. All right. I won't wait we until share, six next time. We share everything, including germs here at True <laughs> yeah, Crime exactly. on Easy Street. <laughs> Keep that in mind before you enter the studio yes, and record with us. indeed. And I have no idea what we're doing today. I'm literally the dumbest person, probably in Cherokee County right now. I have no idea <laughs> what you guys are going to talk about. So I'm excited to hear this case. You guys have been bantering about it before we turn the mics on. But I don't know anything about it, so I'm curious to see what happens. Didn't you have a story you wanted to tell us today? Did I? I, th- yeah, I think so. No, you told me that you were going to do the palate cleanser. Okay, I'll do the Oh, palate yeah, cleanser. we're talking about, oh. oh, I was going to tell my Raising Arizona story. Oh, okay, go ahead with it. So, uh, Raising Arizona is one of my favorite movies of all times. Kevin Green will agree with me, and we were supposed to give him a shout-out a couple of weeks ago, and he gets a little pissy when you don't. So, Kevin, hello. What? Well, did you drop the ball on his shout-out? Like, yes, what, until what now. What was it supposed to be for? It was just because he says he's our number one listener, and he's been on the road a lot traveling with his job. <gasps> he is our number one listener. Yeah, so I he that. said, why don't you give me another shout-out sometime? So that, that's we're done. We've done that. <laughs> but he loves Raising Arizona as much as I do. It's both of our favorite comedy films. Okay. And my story is, I was watching it again last night when I couldn't sleep, and I was reminded that in the early 90s, when Katie was still a gleam in her father's eye, I came home from college one weekend, walked in the door of my parents' house on a Saturday afternoon. Mm-hmm. My dad is sitting in the recliner. I think he's choking. I think I'm going to have to run over and give him the Heimlich maneuver. <laughs> but he's not choking. He's laughing, but he's reached the point of laughter where nothing is coming out of his mouth. <laughs> and I turn and look at the TV, and it is Raising Arizona. So every time I'm reminded of Raising Arizona, it makes me think of Dad in that weekend and how hard he laughed at that film. And if I didn't like the film before then, it would still be my favorite film after that because it's a great memory that I have of Dad. And I was watching it this morning, and I thought of it. So oh, that's that my is story. A, that is a great memory. I yeah. love that. He was, it was right at the point where... Uh, you guys have seen the movie, right? Mm-hmm. Yes. So it's right at the point where the, the car chase is happening mm-hmm. in the middle. He's got the huggies, and he <laughs> opens the truck door, and the guy looks and says... Son, you've got a panty on your head. That's when I walked in the door. That's when I walked in, and Dad was doing what you're doing. He was laughing, and nothing was coming out. Anyway, that's a that's a great. I need to go back and rewatch that. I watch it every once in a while. If I get bored, I just turn it on. Yeah, I've seen the movie multiple times over the years, but it's been a little bit since I think I know it it by heart. Oh, I've seen it. What did I say? Four hundred and fourteen times I've seen it. 
That That's probably said. not an exaggeration. <laughs> it's a lot. I also need to set the scene for everyone. Scott is also in the studio today uh-huh. with his sunglasses on. They're prescription, damn it. I can't see without them, but okay, fine. He does this from time to time. He forgets yeah. his regular glasses because he's got a oh, sunglasses no, on. No, you're, yeah, now, you're, I've now he's it. pulled his croquis he is, off. He <sighs> pulled his sunglasses off with his headphones. I forgot that I had this thing on the back. Um, and, and the cord that keeps the sunglasses on his neck. Well, we are going into a lot of detail here today. Stuck. All right, so what are you wearing today? It was still <laughs> stuck in the in the headphones there. So yeah, I have on a t shirt and shorts. What are you wearing today? I'm Scott? overdressed. Apparently, I have on jeans and a shirt. Okay, Katie, yeah. what have you? What yeah, are you jeans wearing? Jeans and a shirt. Okay, well that's very interesting, and that's going to lead us right into our palate cleanser. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, we are because yeah. we're clothed. Yeah, we're clothed. Let's talk about a landlord in Germany who was not clothed. Uh oh, this is. A palate cleanser that we said we were going to start doing this season. We said it, and then we don't do it that often. Well, we don't because that makes it more special. Yeah. I got it. Okay. And uh, sometimes here at True Crime on Easy Street, or all times here at True Crime on Easy Street, our topics are very serious, and and, um, they're sad, and it's, you know, crime. Yeah. It's crime. Yeah. It's right in the title. But occasionally we find a story that uh, we can share with you that we thought was funny. Yes. And hopefully we both found too. the same story not even knowing that we were looking. Yeah, Scott and I were both working on a palate cleanser, Katie. Mm-hmm. And we found the same one. Yeah. I was unaware. And yeah. so we agreed we would share it this mm-hmm. morning. Yep. So this comes from AP News, and it this story posted on April the 26th, 2023. So very recent. Yeah, good. And we're back where we can do that now. Yep. So I'm just going to read most of this article to you because I don't think you can state it. I mean, it's priceless. Yeah, it's well written. A German court said Wednesday that a landlord sunbathing naked in the courtyard of his building wasn't a reason for his tenants to reduce their rental payments. Well, You can't blame them for trying, though, right? (laughs) The case involved a building in an upmarket residential district of Frankfurt, which included an office floor rented by a human resources company. Okay, so they're trying to hire people. <laughs> and this is going on outside the window. Or imagine they're bringing you in and they're having to fire you maybe mm. for a company. Yeah. And you look out the window into the courtyard and you see the landlord yeah. sunbathing. No. So we'll get into that on could you actually see him. All right. The company withheld rent. Because it objected, among other things, to the landlord's naked sunbathing. In response, the landlord sued him. So he's a, where's my rent? And they said, you know what? Since we saw your penis. Uh-huh. We're not paying you. We're not paying you rent. Okay. And he said, I'll see you in court. So the Frankfurt State Court rejected the company's reasoning, finding that, quote, the usability of the rented property was not impaired by the plaintiff sunning himself naked in the courtyard, mm-hmm. end quote. All right. The German court said, we don't care. The law has spoken, <laughs> and the law is naked. It said in a statement that it couldn't see an, quote, inadmissible, deliberately improper effect on the property, end quote. Okay. Judges were ruling on an appeal against a lower court, so... Went to a lower court. They ruled in favor of the landlord. They took it to right. a higher court, and the higher court agreed. 
They found that the tenant had been entitled to reduce rental payments for three months only because of noisy construction that was going on in the neighborhood. Which had nothing to do with the nudity, I assume. Nothing to do with the nudity. Okay. Yeah, that's what they're... The court said that the spot where the landlord sunbathed could only be seen from the rented office by leaning far out of the window. Oh, man. So you got to lean out of the window and really look to see him sunbathing. It's also kind of hard to get out of paying your rent. like Because (laughs) you've made an agreement to pay this rent. Mm -hmm. And, you know, whatever the, you know, you can... You can sometimes get like they did, like get some relief in court for different things. But well, by and large, if, you've agreed to pay rent. You if you didn't rent. have a no nudity clause in your yeah, lease agreement, exactly. you're, you're shit yep. out of luck. Yeah. It also said that the tenant failed to prove that he took the stairs to the courtyard unclosed. Quote, on the contrary, the plaintiff stated credibly that he always wore a bathrobe, which, we, which he only took off just before the sun lounger. So there's like a ta-da moment. When he gets outside, yeah. Yeah, he, he comes through the stairwell in his robe. Mm-hmm. He gets to the lounger, and he How? takes it off. You know what? I envision uh, Jim Carrey. Um, what was the movie where he's uh, he, he's God for a day? Oh, Bruce Almighty. Mm-hmm. And he takes his clothes off in that room, and he's like, and yeah. I mean, they just fly. That's where yeah, I envision yeah, this guy yeah. getting and to he, that lounger and just yeah. robe. <laughs> um, and and so they they were... But they did get a little bit of uh, relief because of the construction in the area. Now, I don't know if the construction workers could see the nudity or not. But probably not, I would say, because a courtyard is normally in the back of a building. from the street. Like in the middle, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But, you know, in in the States, Mm -hmm. you can't sunbathe nude anywhere, can you? I think you can on your private property. But not in a courtyard, in a building. I, I, I don't just know. Think if you, courts, what if it's your courtyard? I think the courts here might not rule in favor of not paying your rent, but they might say, you got to quit doing that. Put on a Speedo. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking that this is so European. It is. <laughs> it is. Yeah, yeah the like, German courts were like, look, he's sunbathing. He's not bothering you. Your business is not ruined. Mm-hmm. You know, Quit Carry looking. On. Yeah, yeah, quit, looking, quit looking. leaning out the window, <laughs> you pervs. <laughs> You're supposed to be worried about human resources. Yeah. Uh, the human next door. Yeah. yeah. So there you go. There's your palate cleanser for today. Um, if you guys were on the, if you were part of those judges that mm-hmm. had to rule, how would you rule? I, I think the same way. Yeah. It's his yeah. property. He can do what he wants. Now, remember, we live in America, so how would you rule? I still would, just because it would probably piss somebody off. <laughs> yeah, especially when they throw in the, you're having to lean out a window mm-hmm. to see it. Like, Yeah, you, you lost doing? me there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah stay inside. Because we do have some clothing optional places in the United States. I'm mm-hmm. thinking of a specific bar in Key West yes. that I heard oh, about. Yeah. I've never been. I mean, I've heard oh, I've about I've been it. there. <laughs> no, they no. tell me I had a great time. I've, I've been there, too. <laughs> but, but it, remember, I said clothing optional, and right. I chose... The option of clothing. Okay. Yeah. I did too. Yeah. But yeah. And it's, you know, um, so we do have those places that are designated for that, but I don't think you're going to find any kind of area designated for that that's a, um, that's an office building near a human resources company. I wouldn't think so. No, no. I also wouldn't have made this choice to go sunbathe nude this close to, (laughs) you know, an office building, but you know, I guess to each their own. Right. Right. 
I guess. He got away with it. He did. And they got to pay his rent. They got to pay rent. Yeah. Yeah. The other, that's stupid. They should have just sued him for a Speedo. It's It just seems like two different issues, yeah. doesn't mm-hmm. it? Agreed. Yeah. And maybe there it's not. I don't know. Oh, well, so there you go. So the the naked landlord prevails. How about that? (laughs) Title of the episode. There it is. (laughs) All right. So today, after our little bit of a palate cleanser and a deep breath, Mm -hmm. I want to say, Scott, you did a fantastic job last week on Abraham Lincoln. Yes. It was fun. I'm Mm -hmm. I'm glad we got to do that. It was great. A lot of fun. I thought it was great. Um, I, I, I can't remember who I was talking to, but they were asking, like, what episode was coming up, and I was telling them. Abraham Lincoln, and they were like, oh, I love that. So oh, yeah, cool. Awesome. Yeah. All right, good, good. I hope, we, hope everybody likes it. Yep, it was. Give us five stars great. if you like it so damn yeah, much. Yeah, yeah. If you were the person <laughs> who, who said that to me, yeah. give us a comment and a rating. Fire I can't off remember a who nice was. statement on don't our behalf. Just give us five, give us five stars and you must comment. Yes. Or we don't know that you've given yeah, us five stars. And we stars. can't shout you out if we don't know your name. That's if right. If you have that's one of those true. screwy handles like everybody has. That's okay. We'll shout it out. I've called out, a, you know, 15 numbers before. That's true, yeah. Like I don't care. Yahoo seventy one thirty nine. I got it at AOL dot com. I won't. You know, miss people still have AOL email addresses. Really? Two weeks ago, somebody gave me their email address, and it was at AOL dot com. Can really? they log in? I, I guess, because they replied. Are they not just infected with viruses and spam? I would, yeah, <laughs> I assume it's just Windows popping up on their computer screen all the time wow. incessantly. But that, yeah, that's what they got. Okay. All right. Well. How did we get here? I don't know. We're <laughs> talking about email and five stars. Please give oh, us yeah, all of right. those. Anyways, all right. So today we are back in Alabama for a local case. I know last week and the week before, both of our cases had Alabama ties mm-hmm. that we talked about. But this week, this case happened in Alabama and one county away from where we are. We are located in the beautiful Cherokee County. Yeah, stick around for the commercial. We will tell you all about it. All about it. but. This happened in Etowah County, which is just next door Mm -hmm. to us. All right, so I'm going to tell you first about our victim. As much as I could learn about our victim this week using news stories, there was a Facebook page devoted to him that I looked at, read the posts, read the comments. Um, You can tell it was just very lovingly created in honor of him. Is this a recent case? Um, fairly, fairly recent. Okay. Mm-hmm. And now, um, compared to last week's, yes, very, very recent. Much yes. So. Okay. But uh, this ca- <laughs> this happened in uh, 2016, so okay. not, not too long ago. But I want to talk to you about Wesley Adam Clifton, 23 years old. He lived on Perry Works Road and worked at Zaxby's. In Boaz, Alabama, which is part of, like, in there is it? Some, I always thought Boaz was in DeKalb County. It's in Marshall County. Or Marshall County. Okay, but okay. apparently there's an area. The area where this happened was the was Etowah County. So yes. those counties meet. Okay. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not going to go down this rabbit hole of geography, but but mm-hmm. I know that Boaz is not in Etowah County, but that's where. He is from, and he worked in Boaz at at Zaxby's. So, Wesley, I have um, some notes that I got from his personal Facebook page. He went by Wes Clifton on his personal Facebook page. He studied art at JSU. He went to Sardis High School, and as I said, was originally from 
Oh, as Alabama. Now his Facebook, I have a few things I'll read at the end, um, some things that he posted, but a lot of art. You can tell he was um, an art student right. and enjoyed that that sort of thing. I'm almost surprised I didn't know him because he would have been like a year older than me. Mm-hmm. And we, I mean, at we, JSU. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. So he worked, as I said, at Zaxby's. He goes to work on Wednesday, June the 8th, 2016. The next day on Thursday, he does not report to work. And this is not like Wesley. His coworkers say this is odd for him to no call, no show. And the fact that he had just received a raise. So there was no reason to be disgruntled, I wouldn't think, with the right. with the his job or with anybody there. He didn't really have any issues. Yeah, that's not when you quit showing up. You, right. Yeah. If you asked for the raise and didn't get it, you know, and then you didn't show, you're like, oh, I mean, yeah. yeah, they probably wouldn't have taken notice. Or if he had been a troublemaker or had some issues with, with colleagues or customers, they probably would have said, nah. But they noticed this one, first call, first no call, no show, they notice. This is not good. Employees hard to find. That stands out. Correct. Then the next day on Friday the 10th, when he didn't show up, they're really concerned mm-hmm. and worried mm-hmm. and they're trying to get in touch with him. He is reported missing on Saturday, June the 11th. So, last day he's seen is Wednesday. He's reported missing on Saturday. Mm -hmm. So, news reports start coming out about a missing man. Those reports start coming out on June the 15th. They say that authorities are searching for him at this time. Your standard rollouts, if you know anything, if you've seen him, please contact. They had a contact mm-hmm. person. and So all of these reports go out. Now, on June the 15th, 2016, they discover a body in a shallow grave around 5.30 p.m. near a pond just off of Black Bottom Road near some chicken houses in northern Etowah County. This is how Etowah County gets mm-hmm. involved. Now, shortly after the discovery, they then identify the body as 23-year-old Wesley Adam Clifton. And at this point in time, he's been missing for about a week. Okay. So they come out with this and they say, we've, we've discovered a body. The articles in the paper say they believe it is Wesley, but they're, they're trying to verify. Then once those reports come in that they have verified it as him, they... They roll that out as well, and immediately they're going to start saying that they found his car six miles away from where his body was found, and they received some tips. They they were never clear, or they purposefully were not clear on the tips. Yeah, right. But that they have two persons of interest, and those persons were taken into custody. All they would say is they were acquaintances of Wesley. And that they lived, or one of the suspects lived, not too far from the shallow grave there at three hundred in the three hundred block of Black Bottom Road. Okay. So you sort of have to piece this story together from the different police, uh, the the police reports, and from the articles mm-hmm. that that are coming out on the internet because I couldn't find. Did you yeah. find any more podcasts on this no, or anything, uh-uh. Katie? It was it, like Gaston Times articles, local news articles, really like uh, AL.com. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. A lot of local coverage for sure about this. I don't know where Scott's coverage was, but I don't think I mm, did that one. Yeah. 
Mediocre right here. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> All right. So by Thursday, June the 16th, the day after they bring these folks into custody, they're, they're saying, okay, we're charging two people with the death of Wes, and that's going to be Kenneth Tyler Parker, age 25, of Boaz, and Amber Nicole McCoy, age 20, of Albertville. They just come right out. And they're not saying a whole lot about it. What they are saying is that they received a tip, quote, a source provided information that led to a search warrant at a home at 310 Black Bottom Road. They get in the home. They find evidence that they need. Mm-hmm. Also, the chicken houses near where his body was found are owned by Kenneth Tyler Parker's parents. Okay. So they immediately, I mean, this was quick. Yeah. Yeah, I was about to say, <laughs> take notice, Black Bottom Road. It's all, it's all it's on the same all road. all there. Yeah. And then the car's only six miles away. And they bring everybody into custody, and they start interviewing. And the authorities say that Kenneth Tyler Parker changes his story at least three times. Oh, that's always a good, that's a, that's yeah. a giveaway. So it was fairly quick. The evidence, the tips, finding the body finding the murder weapon, and talking with this individual whose story is constantly changing mm-hmm. did not look, you know, right. look good. So <clears throat> we will get to a little more about Amber's involvement um, as Katie kind of unfolds the trial. There's a lot of um, courtroom stuff okay. in this one. Cool, I love that stuff. All right, so... Investigators, they find the evidence inside the home. Uh, then he's taken into cu- to custody. Now, Amber was arrested at Marshall Medical Center South later that evening. I could not figure out if she worked there or if she was in the hospital or what she was doing there. Okay. But they took her into custody there. And, and I'm sorry about that. That's, I guess that's my mediocre. Wow. I assume I that she find worked it. there. That's but... how I assume. Uh, yeah, I would assume they were not saying anything further. They just mm-hmm. said they brought her into custody from there. So I was just assuming hmm, that's yeah. her. That's her place of business. So, anyways, all right. So once the trial starts happening, a little bit more information comes out, and and it turns out this is what happened. Amber, she sort of lures. Wes to the home. Okay. Once they get him to the home, Parker comes up from behind, cuts his throat. So cause of death was a knife mm-hmm. to the throat. Okay. Yes. And then they wrap him in plastic, duct tape, and they bury him in a shallow grave. And people are going, what? You know, what's so the motive senseless. here? What's going on with this? And it, and it's not until as this trial unfolds, they talk about this love triangle. Ah. Now, Amber's not a part of this love triangle. So don't get don't get confused mm-hmm. there. I think Katie, I already am. Katie, correct me when I'm wrong. But there was a love triangle with a girl named Jessica Jones. Mm-hmm. And it says that uh, witnesses are going to testify that Parker, our murderer, or our alleged murderer at this right. point, was obsessed with Jessica Jones, and she was involved with Clifton in an on-and-off-again relationship, and that that's what 
motivated okay. this attack. Now, Amber says she thought she was bringing him to the home for Parker to just beat him up. Okay. Mm-hmm. But she was very surprised and shocked when he killed him. Okay. And that was her story. And now, also, doesn't she claim to have not, to have left? She claims to have left. Before, before the, they, he before actually the actual killed him. murder. Okay. Yeah. So there's so many holes in, in the different stories, and they're having to sort of piece this together. But, uh, but this doesn't come out until this mm-hmm. trial happens for Kenneth Parker. Okay. So <clears throat> I'm going to, in just a moment, hand this over to Katie. And let her finish this because mm-hmm. I've kind of made a mess of things here. And she's going to help us tie this up. Boy, I hope so. story does have an ending. But I just wanted to say that whether or not he's going to beat him up, kill him, steal his lunch money, whatever. Mm-hmm. Why are you luring somebody mm-hmm. to somebody's house? Yeah, like what that? does she get out of that? What was, what was her motivation for doing I, that? I never just doing a friend a favor? One. I don't know. Yeah. I never could get a clear sense of why she was helping him. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm curious. Katie, did you ever get a clear no. sense? Mm-mm. So I mean, I could, the only thing I could figure is, you know, she must just have liked him that much, and was like, "Oh, well, yeah." Well, she I'll was do telling the truth, she's she's a little younger than him. She's yeah. twenty at mm-hmm. the time, and yeah, and he was twenty four, maybe when it happened, and twenty five when he. He's, he's 24, 25. If she's yeah, telling the truth about He's 25 when he's brought into custody. Yeah, so. um, maybe she didn't. I mean, obviously. Everybody's at least a year older by the time sentencing and everything mm-hmm. happens. Right. Because of the court system, yeah. you know. So it, it's, a, it's a bizarre case, and it seems absolutely senseless. And this senseless person that they're mm-hmm. talking about, this love triangle, unless that's been removed, when I was looking at his Facebook page, I didn't see mm-hmm. evidence of evidence of this person, Jessica. Maybe it's purposely not there. And and they may have removed it because mm-hmm. I I wouldn't have known him back then, so I wouldn't have have mm-hmm. seen the the posts. But um, I didn't see any evidence of this person, and I really didn't see any evidence of this person on the Facebook page remembering, right? Wesley Adam Clifton. It's a tribute page. Friends and family, I'm assuming. Mm-hmm. But I didn't and see anything said about this. It was an on again, off again relationship. That's maybe what, it was off. That's what was, maybe it was, but that's what was um, testified to in court. Okay. But I'm not sure. And again, probably removed. Yeah. Facebook. But, anyways, all right. So there's the crime. There's our big mess. Katie, let's see if you can mop this up for us. Today's episode is brought to you in part by A&W Outdoor Services. You know, they're located right here in Cherokee County, and I called Alan myself just a few weeks ago, and he and his crew came out to my house, pressure washed the whole thing. It looks brand new. Well, as brand new as my house can possibly look after 25 years. But all I did was call Alan at 256-706-7964. He and the guys showed up and cleaned up everything. It looked fantastic. The pollen has fallen a little bit since then, so if you haven't done this already, now is the perfect time to call Alan and A&W Outdoor Services at 256-706-7964 and let them do for you what they've already done for me. And this week coming up at Easy Street, Tuesday nights are always bingo. 
Wednesday night, May 3rd, Shane Givens is going to play his piano show on the bar stage. Thursday night, we have trivia, but now we have trivia all the time. Come grab a tablet and play anytime you're there. Friday night, Cinco de Mayo, we have Jason Cameron. And then Saturday, which is the Kentucky Derby, we have them mixing boys. So come out and hang out with us. It's time to plan your best vacation ever right here in Cherokee County, Alabama. Many outdoor adventures await. Wet a hook in beautiful Weiss Lake. Swing away at Cherokee Pines Golf Club. Climb to the best view around at Cherokee Rock Village. Hike the Little River Canyon National Preserve. Take a days-long splash at Pirates Bay Water Park. And much, much more. The Cherokee County Chamber of Commerce and Tourism has a full list of recommended lodging facilities, RV sites, and campgrounds. And they're all set up to suit your vacation needs, whatever they may be. So come see us from wherever you are. And if you already live right here in lovely Cherokee County, plan your summer 2023 staycation with the Chamber by visiting Cherokee-Chamber.org. If you want to keep current on all the happenings in and around Cherokee County, a subscription to the Post-Herald is a great way to do that. The Post-Herald is a one-stop shop for local, state, national, and world news and sports. The Post-Herald also contains crossword and Sudoku puzzles, syndicated opinion and advice columns, and free classified ads. Depending on your zip code, you can get a full year of the Post-Herald delivered to your door for as little as $20 annually during our springtime subscription drive. That's cheap. So call call 256-927-4476 today and subscribe to the Cherokee Post-Herald. That's 256-927-4476. Thank you for being a sponsor. We're proud to have another show sponsor, Faraway Tree Service and Sawmill. Faraway is a small, family-owned business with small-town values located right here in Cherokee County, Alabama. They can do big things for you. Call Far Away for anything you want done to a tree, or a lot of them. You want your trees removed? Call Far Away. You want your trees cut up and milled into lumber or ground into mulch? Call Far Away. Far Away is licensed and insured and can handle any job, big or small, from tree trimming to stump grinding and everything in between. So call Far Away Tree Service and Sawmill today at 256-393-5398. And I'm going to call him Parker because that's how he's listed in all the news articles and everything. Okay. Hit Kenneth Tyler Parker. Okay. And so Parker, he testifies at court that the death was an accident and was never supposed to happen. He, his defense attorney argues that it was self-defense. So they do admit that he had Wesley brought to his home by Amber, and then they were supposed to get into an altercation. And he claims that escalated and it escalated and it happened due to self-defense. Okay. Now, when Wesley's body was found, the slit in his throat was so deep. He he was almost decapitated. Wow. Yes. I don't know how that's like an accident. How do you come up behind someone and cut their throat so deep that you almost cut their head off? And that's self-defense. It's strange. It's not really self. It's not really a self-defense Murder, like, or, you know, like a wound. Yes, a self defensive wound yeah. when you're, you know, defending yourself and yeah, you accidentally kill somebody. Yeah. Stabbing yeah. the arms or and something. That's, that's not really how that's done. And like Kelly mentioned, the prosecutor, the whole 
basis of their cases or the whole basis of the motive of the cases of this love triangle. And now the whole time they're trying to come to a plea deal because they they do admit that he was the cause of Wesley's death. Right. Yeah. So they're back and forth trying to get to a plea deal, but they no agreement is ever reached. So it goes straight through trial. And the judge in this case is Etowah County Circuit Judge David Kimberly. And I think we've mentioned him before. He's been name sounds familiar in another case. Well, they find Parker guilty, of course, of murder, and he's sentenced to ninety nine years for this murder. Yeah, it sounds like the right decision. I mean, and no more than I know about it. Susan James, his defense attorney, she at the sentencing, asks the judge to consider a sentence of just 13 years in prison. What was her reasoning for this? She's that they were trying to enter a, a plea deal and they could, never, they could never come to an agreement. So she would hope, since that agreement couldn't be reached, that the judge could see some leniency in his sentencing on his part. But the, the deal was never reached. Never reached, no. Hmm. So, so she's like, yes, find him guilty of murder. Can we get 13 years? And the judge said, no, thank you. No, yeah, he was like, Mm-mm. because like I said, she's still going on like it. You know, we yes, he he killed him, but this was self defense. That is that is how they that that that's the same story they keep the whole time. Self defense. And Amber self-defense, Amber's self-defense. not offering anything at this point because she's mm-hmm. saying she was gone by then. Right, Amber is helping in this trial. She's giving them information. She's she's cooperating with the prosecution. Yes, with the prosecution. She's probably that initial tipster, right? Maybe, I, and I'm not sure, but yeah. she is she is uh, cooperating the whole during the whole trial. But she has claimed that she did not witness what happened; that she mm-hmm. was gone by the time that the murder took place. That she did lure him there, but she was gone by the well, time. There's the there's nothing, nothing illegal about that about luring somebody there, as if long you, as you don't know it's m- for murder. If I was going to say, but if you lure someone there to get assaulted, that's a problem too. Yeah. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll, yeah we'll, we'll get into her trial, for lack of a better word, in, in a second. But, but Parker, during his sentencing, he talks, too, and he says he never expected to walk out of court with a not guilty verdict and that he wanted to pay the time for his crime, but he wanted a lesser sentence. I mean, that's, that's what they're arguing the whole time, that they, he, they agree he's going to go to prison, but they want a lesser sentence. Yeah. He said that since his arrest, he'd prayed for Wesley's family. And he said that he couldn't go back and reverse what he'd done. But if he could do anything, such as write a letter, seems, mm. you know, not enough. Yeah, that doesn't seem like a fair trade. Seems like the minimal thing mm-hmm. you could do. If he yeah. could do anything like that to make amends, that he would. Oh, 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 he's expecting them to tell him, yes, a letter would be great. Yes, yes. He said, if I could do he's anything to He's not even offering make a- up the letter. He's like, if you tell me, I'll write a letter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If I could do anything like write a letter. If I could do anything like write a letter mm-hmm. to make amends, I'll do it. Well, hell, son, why didn't you say so? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. You know what? <laughs> 13 years it is and a letter. Gah. The judge during sentencing, he calls the murder a brutal act of stupid macho jealousy. Well, yeah. Sounds right. Yep. And with this sentence, the judge said he didn't expect to be around when the defendant was considered for release. 
So he wanted his comments on the record now. Oh, wow. (laughs) He said, it's my expectation and intention that the defendant serve every bit of that sentence before being considered for release. And he wanted that on the record. He said, I'm going on the record saying this. Because, I mean, I'm sure he'll be eligible for a parole hearing at some point in his life. I mean, if but the judge is like, I'm not going to be around for that. Yeah, so. yeah. What's that number? Is it 15 years? A life sentence That's gets you life, a parole hearing in 15 this, years? He's got this a 99. This was oh, okay. 99, 99 years. years. Okay. you right. got to do at least, what, 65%? 70%? That's, I was trying to look at that earlier because I found his expected release date mm-hmm. would be June 14th, 2115. Wow. It's not not soon. Yeah. He, of course, filed his appeal um, with the Court of Criminal Appeals, but they affirmed his conviction. They were like, no, we don't don't see any reason to grant an Mm. appeal or a new trial or anything. It sounds like everybody was convinced that it was not self-defense. Well, it's just the type of wound that he had. Yeah. Yeah. No, and no evidence could match his story. There was no right. evidence to match Yeah, that. it seems like it's... And then they've he's wrapped him up and buried him in a shallow grave on his property. I mean, very close to, like... Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. a, that's a... And kept the murder And at least him. one person knows where that guy was last. Mm-hmm. So that's not very well thought through. No. No, no. It's it's not a an intelligent crime mm. by any means. Mm. But nonetheless, it's a crime that, that took the life from a 23-year-old who had his whole life ahead of him. Over a, over a girlfriend. Over a, maybe. I guess. Yeah. yeah. If you but believe I mean, the story. That's, what's go, that's what they say in court, and that's what the judge said. Macho jealousy. jealousy. Macho jealousy. And that's you know, what it was. And, I mean, these boys are, I mean, they're, it's all, they're all so young. Like, they had the rest of their lives to find girls and, and deal with them. I mean, mm-hmm. and if you're going to beat someone up, though, like, you don't do it with a knife. Like, yeah. I w- like, yeah, I wish I knew more about how they tried to explain away. And I think one of the reasons that we don't have a lot of that is because we have Amber, who is providing a lot of that story. She pleads guilty. She yes. probably got a plea deal, a plea bargain. And, well, Amber's trial or her... Was it a hearing more the, or yeah. sentencing or something? And it kept getting pushed back. So she mm-hmm. was supposed to go in and plea, and it kept getting pushed back and kept getting pushed back. So it kind of drug on for a minute, and everyone was wondering, like, what was going on. And this was all in 2019. So three years afterwards. Mm-hmm. So it kept getting pushed, kept getting pushed. And so, like I said, she was 20 at the time of the crime, so she'd be 23 now. And then, or 23 at the time of her sentencing. Yeah. And she pled guilty to aiding and abetting the murder. Mm. And yes, so, that, because that's what she did. Mm-hmm. So that's the, that's the crime there. And it's, I mean, it's labeled like murder um, mm-hmm. when you look up her. Her, char, her, her yes. official charges. She received a 20-year sentence, which was split to serve five, with the balance of the sentence suspended. So what that means is, because I had to look this up, yeah. I didn't know what that meant. Five years in jail. Okay. Five years probation. Okay. Oh, split sentence. Okay, I see. Mm-hmm. And then okay. the rest, yes, the rest is spent. So if, you know, she breaks probation or something, she'd go back and serve the remainder. But her release date should have been in 2021. And mm-hmm. so to my knowledge, she should be, she should be out there. Okay. She should still be on probation based on this sentencing, but she should be out of prison at this time. Right. 
right. And the if you follow the Facebook page devoted to remembering Wesley Adam Clifton, they have a remark about that. They they're not happy with the five five split, okay. but they do go on to say, but but we understand the the reasoning. So they're very I don't know, what's the word? I mean, I, I kudos to to the friends and family of of West Clifton because that's difficult. I, I don't think I would be as understanding able to say that. Yeah. yeah. And I think I would be, you know I read an article too a lot harsher. That I think quoted the uncle of the defense attorney. Okay. Maybe. Strange. Anyway, he spoke and said how nice Wesley's family was in court and how they weren't sitting there staring daggers into the prosecution mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. into the defense. Like that they, you know, they were nice and cordial. And he said, I've never seen that really in court. Most of the time they're okay. just like spit mad and they were just nice people who just respectful wanted, of the process mm-hmm, just wanted were. justice for their son and, and and it was happening up until amber's stuff going on mm-hmm. the, the getting pushed back and getting pushed back everything was happening very quickly the the investigators the police they were very swift they didn't really have an opportunity to have to hold back any information because they were busy doing their job and then they presented everything to everybody and the people were in custody. Yeah. So it wasn't a case of we're trying to figure out who did this, we need your help, and then they're only releasing a few things. No, they they get that tip. And, and like you said, Scott, that tip might have come from Amber, which is ah, why what she thought. may have gotten mm. the sure. thing that she did. Because what I read yeah. was she was... Fully cooperative in Parker's mm-hmm. trial. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what does that mean? What you I mean, can hope is that, and, and we've talked about this before, what you hope for is, is someone who was part of this, this crime getting a, a conscience and deciding to do the right thing and, and go to the authorities. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's what happened with I, her, that she... I know, think she got caught up in something that she did not realize... Yeah. She was being a dumb kid, like, oh, yeah, this boy I like, he's going to beat up this guy, sure. Wow. Well, let, me, let me get in on this but, drama. But let's think, let's think it through now. He's going to beat this guy up over another girl? That's what, that. that's what got me, too. Yeah. 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 Why, why does she care? Because you would absolutely think that she's the girlfriend in the middle. Yep, but she's not. Maybe just a friend. I don't know. It was, it's, it was just so... Bizarre. That's gotta Her be hard. involvement in the begin to begin with, it was like, yeah. what? What are you doing? Why are you I know, wanting just to like, be? I feel like girls that age don't do like wouldn't do something like that unless she had like a, an emotional attachment to that guy. Had to be a hard conversation to have with herself before she did that. Okay, listen, I have gotten myself way off in the deep end here. I've got to confess. I've got to go tell this horrible story that I was involved in because they're going to find out sooner or later. And yeah. And my conscience won't let me. And, and I, this is all speculation. We have right. no idea yeah, if this yeah. what she did. I'm just saying that I hope that's what. Mm-hmm. She, I hope she had a moment of clarity and a moment of conscience and did the right thing because mm-hmm. that's what you hope in a situation. You hope they don't do it in the first place. Right. But once you get there, then you hope someone has a conscience and gives mm-hmm. the authorities what they need in order to make, a, make an arrest and a conviction. And, and that's what happened here. Someone did. Someone right. came forward. And they were able to swiftly move. And as there was no, you know, we've talked, unfortunately, too many times about holes in investigations and, and mistakes, mis- mishandled yeah. things by police force. Not in this case. This was 
This, they did an incredible job. Sounds and a like swift it. Job. Very, yeah, quickly, mm-hmm. yes. quickly. Once that evidence took them where they were going, they went with it. Mm-hmm. So, um, so she should be out yes. on probation. He still the last, the last thing that Katie and I could find was from 2018, and he was in limestone. Yeah, it looks like he's still in limestone. I saw a couple of different pictures of him in my last minute search, but yeah. yeah. He's still in limestone, um, which is uh, where is that? Oh, geography is, is that at more as well? It's no, in Alabama, so it's not at more. Okay, <laughs> yeah, somewhere in Alabama, right? Yeah, it's yeah. in limestone, yeah, in limestone. Wait, isn't there a limestone county? Uh huh, mm-hmm. yeah, okay, there is. Well, you know, I used to know my counties, but that was yeah, I was about to say a long time that's ago. Kinda, this is kind of your job, Scott. Yeah, sorry, no, I told you guys I didn't right. do anything today. I yeah. am the it I'm is in Harvest, dummy. Alabama. Heard of Harvest. Which is... Is that down south? It is... No, it is north. Oh. Like near... Between Athens and Huntsville. Oh, okay. What am okay. I thinking down south? That's Atmore. Is Atmore down south? Atmore's okay, and Tutwiler, too, for women. Is yeah. Yes. Down okay, yeah. All right, so it's a north near Huntsville. Mm-hmm. Okay. So I've got a couple of posts from Wes's pe- Facebook page that I wanted to share with everybody. Mm-hmm. Okay. Just to kind of give you a little bit of idea of, of Wes. Um... He posts this on May the 30th, 2018. No, 2016. I'm sorry, 2016. Patiently waiting for the stars to shine, waiting on the moment for the one that's mine, singing these songs just to lose track of time. I think to myself, why can't this world be kind? I don't deserve to be treated this way. I'm just living my life day by day. I just listen to everything that people say. I'm just waiting for the day you walk my way. So he's just sharing some. Aww. Okay, something. Some one of those. Lyrics. One of those memes like, with the or the gifs. Like is it a meme or, or a gif? It's a. It's just some lyrics that he. Okay. Oh, okay. Typed on. okay. And then his final post, which was shared six days before he goes missing, um, it does have some some language in it. So I won't say the language. Won't bother me. I know it. <laughs> um, he shares a a a meme. Okay. And he says, "Whoever I end up." with will be lucky i've done so much for the wrong people i can only imagine what i'll do for the right one that's nice no and but six days later his life is cut short by some senseless Mm -hmm. act and it's very tragic and he did not deserve that Mm -hmm. and um my heart and my prayers go out to his family and his friends. You guys have done such a lovely job with this tribute Facebook page to him. And uh, it, it shows how special he was. Yeah. And it just goes to show, too, I mean, violence is never, never the answer. Like, even if, even if he, Parker had lured him there to, that day to not kill him, the fact that they were even in that situation is what led to and you know what? Right. To have somebody lure someone to your house, am, I mean, am I the only one that's realizing that's kind of cowardly? It is absolutely yeah. cowardly. Yeah, just bump into If them. you want to be a man and you want to face another man, then do it. Go to that other man and face him man to man. Don't have somebody. Yeah, yeah. have some pride about if you, if you believe in something hard enough to fight for it. Yeah. I mean, there's a right way to... There's a chivalrous way to do Don't that. Don't be a snake about it. Yeah, exactly. Man up. Yeah, agreed. If so, it's that important to you, oh. go do it the, the right way. Or to the ladies out there, woman up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Come on now. And also, <laughs> to the ladies out there, 
Don't just go doing dumb stuff because a guy's asked you to. No. Don't do that. Yeah. Don't look at me. I'm not. Okay. Yeah, you are. <laughs> You're sitting beside me. Um, so let's, those of you who are out there and who are young, be careful what you get caught up in. Mm-hmm. Just be careful. You have your whole life ahead of you. The anger, the sadness, the guilt, the resentment, whatever that extreme emotion that you're feeling right now or in that moment, it will pass. Yeah. Give it time to pass. Yeah, because if you make this mistake, if you make a mistake this big, it's your life. You're probably not going to get away with it. Wes's life is ruined. Parker's life is ruined. Mm -hmm. It's it's over for them. Yep. What is it? What is? I'm going to butcher the quote, but don't make permanent decisions based on temporary feelings or yes i mean that's that's the gist of it those feelings will pass they feel extreme and they feel overwhelming in the moment Mm -hmm. just breathe give it time yeah give it some time this too shall pass and call someone who's good at helping you process those feelings whether it's a friend a family member a doctor Anybody. Yeah, sometimes you feel better if you just say it out loud. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your steering the thing wheel. That's bothering yeah. you. Yeah. You know, you just, yeah. Mm-hmm. It helps. It can help. It does. And if you don't have someone like that in your life, <clears throat> you find someone. Yeah. I have the two of you. That's why I text you at 4 a.m. Yes. So, yeah, everybody out there have that person that you can mm-hmm. text Absolutely. at 4 o'clock in the morning. If you don't have one, go get one. Uh huh. And, and, and we're not going to think anything about it. Right. So, anyways, I'm stepping off my soapbox for now, but um, thank you to uh, Katie for helping me with this one, with the court stuff, and uh, our hearts still go out to Wesley's friends and family, and um, we hope you have a great week, guys. Yeah, five-star reviews, say something wonderful about us, leave us uh, your name. So we can shout out your name on the show the next time. Yes. And, oh, May is Teacher Appreciation Month. Are we going to have a special guest at some point in the next few weeks? Uh, we are. Anything we can talk about? Uh, nope. Nope. Okay. Nope. Nope. Of course That'll not. be in June, though. Okay. That's we'll June. Do, yeah. But May is Teacher Appreciation Month. Thank you to all the teachers and mm-hmm. educators out there. And show your appreciation to your favorite podcast by giving us a five-star review. Mm-hmm. Give us some comments, and then we can shout you out and what a great teacher you are. It'll be like a big hug. Yeah, you scratch our back. We scratch yours. I love it. We appreciate you. Good night, everybody.